Hello, and welcome to Iacon Underground Radio for the month of July 2020, uh, the, the cursed year of 2020. I'm Jen. And I'm David. 2020 isn't over yet? No, we're uh... just a little more than just over halfway. So, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's like a quarter of my lifetime. As as a brief side note, uh, I I just got a new car, and it's like a new new car, and it occurs to me it it has occurred to me that this poor car will always bear the badge of being a twenty twenty model. It, is, <laughs> it it will always belong to the cursed year. <laughs> as I walk the cursed earth in my twenty twenty um, <laughs> SUX three thousand. Anyway, so, yeah, it's also I feel sorry for anyone born this year who will forever have to immortalize this year as part of their birthday. So <laughs> that too. So because it is the cursed year of 2020, uh, SDCC is not occurring this year, which means actually SDCC is occurring constantly all month all over the Internet. Uh, <laughs> Which is a, is a good and a bad thing. Yeah, that that and TFCon happening and like so many other, like pretty much every other convention other than like, there was <laughs> there was one anime convention that was still trying to happen and it was a bad idea because it was in Florida. But yes, news <laughs> and le- toys and thi- like convention exclusives are coming out and are much easier to get. Kind of. <laughs> it's Assuming it's Walmart time. can keep their back end up. <laughs> Oh well, and by by okay. back end I mean servers. Their website at all, like yes, uh, d- d- their internet infrastructure is not prepared. They announced something was going to be coming out at a specific time, and then it was not out then, and it was not out a few hours later, and then it was out for like th- thirty minutes, and then gone, and then back, and then gone. It was. I'm glad there's nothing Man. I ex- except ex- exactly wanted from Walmart because it was a mess. I'm glad I can't afford new toys anymore because I bought a new car. Yeah, so did Pulse stay up okay? Well, what I want, I I got exhaust that I wanted and that was easy. Mm -hmm. Wasn't a problem for me. Mm I I basically there, there I like things, like there was the grease pit. I don't know if he's still up or not. I mm-hmm. kind of want him, but don't really need him. I basically get to work at like three p.m. and log in and just see every like this thousand message back scroll on discord of people complaining about their like ordering problems and i'm just like well nothing i wanted that bad yeah uh but yeah i guess was there anything were there any toys that were like transformers that were obviously this was supposed to be i guess i feel like that war for cybertron Quintesson Pit of Judgment has a very SDCC feel. Yeah, that was feel. probably a convention something. Yeah. That was probably meant to be a convention exclusive. There's nothing else that's got that kind of level of beings, you know, like... Although that that isn't up for pre-order yet, so who knows? Yeah. Uh, but we... I mean, you think the things we're pre-ordering now would have been stuff that would come out then and all those, like it was exhaust and hubcap and grease pit, which mm-hmm. are apparently still up and, and the various Marvel things. 
Because mm-hmm. I think I think they're listed still pre-orderable. Oh, I'll have to, to take There's a look the... at the Marvel stuff because the Quintesson Pit just oh, has that people. like very like that that middle of the road Transformers appeal. I feel like Exhaust is more of like a Transformers convention exclusive, whereas the Pit of Judgment is a little more yeah. like that slightly less in the weeds level. Plus of... it's in a fancier box, yeah, but like yeah. who knows when that's even being orderable or where. Someday. Some someday. Uh so yeah, there there were a bunch of announcements. A lot of it had that whole immediate pre order thing. Uh yeah, as far as the Walmart stuff, uh there's a second wave of the Netflix uh War for Cybertron or I, I guess is this wave the because the first wave oh, was, was Siege. Called? And is this yes, also Siege? This was, um... No, it, it did it have a different title? Did it not? Because the Netflix sure series... I guess it is still Siege. Yeah, that seems... Mm. That's definitely been a problem with, with them, like, since the Prime Trilogy stuff was having your tie-in series come out like, you know, Combiner Wars come out after Combiner Wars is basically over on, oh, on yeah, the Oh, yeah, that whole kerfuffle. And that, that was... And that was Machinima, and then, like, Machinima closed down <laughs> after that, <laughs> and yeah, it disappeared. As as was fair, fair punishment yeah. for for that. I think maybe Rooster Teeth might have put it up somewhere, but I don't know. Yeah, that's one of those things that I should probably look into for archival purposes. Uh, speaking of, uh, we did have a trailer go up for the Netflix series. Uh, I haven't honestly even oh, yeah. well, sat down and watched the whole thing of. yet. It's, are they like just different footage or just like, Yeah, it's I different footage. Yeah, it's like, it just well, cause looks... th- there's the trailer that was put up and it looked kind of boring and it's like, I mean... Is Peter Cullen that expensive? Do we have to keep using knockoff? He's a movie star now. Good? He's a movie star. I guess. He's a big deal. Like you can... Uh, Frank Welker makes more, has made more money from movies. Or his movies have more money. Anyway. He th- makes but so there, much there money. There is a second trailer with different footage, but it's just the Japanese trailer, which looks awesome <laughs> from a completely different show, kind of. They edited it to like look Like it's edited good. like... It's action-packed. It's It looks great. I mean... It does not look like the other trailer. It's like, these are two completely different shows. I'm I'm willing to have an open mind about it. I'm sure I'll watch it when it comes out, but it just seems like it's just the gritty animated version of the ongoing comic book that I'm also lukewarm about. So. Yeah, like, it looks like it's maybe a little bit better than the Machinimas, but not... Enough that it should be on Netflix. Yeah. It, then again, it, I, I guess Netflix has a lot of weird junk too, but it, it seems like it should be better. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe it'll come out and somehow it'll have something exciting and new to say about the start of the war, except, uh, that's. <laughs> We've. 
We've seen that happen how many times now? And the only time it's been redone and at least entertaining was the War for Cybertron game because it was a game you could play. You were part of the, the same story over and over again. Also, you could push a button to pet Laserbeak. <laughs> yes! The, one of the best video game things. Like That was before the modern era of there are websites that catalog can you pet the dog in mm. this game. Mm-hmm. Right, I guess it's a Twitter account or something. Yeah. But you could pet the laser beak long before that. Yes. So <sighs> yeah, that's it, it. Definitely looks like a thing that I should probably watch when it comes out. And you know, I, I yeah, because it's um, I'm end gonna, of this month. I'm gonna be the biggest asshole and say I wish I could be proven wrong, but I haven't been yet. <laughs> but. But whenever there's something... I can't go that far about saying about things, but, like, it's got a feel that, like, this is just going to be the machinima all over again. There'll be some good parts, and it'll drag a lot. Uh, it, it's going to be very... Now is not really the time for, like, grim, depressing stories. I realize this is all stuff that's been in production for a long time, but now is not the time. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, well, at least this one, this one is closer than the Machinima series. With felt like it came out two years after the toys it was a tie yeah. into. This is at least coming out at the tail end of the toy line. It's a tie You can into. at least find some of the last waves of Siege at maybe a Walmart that's not very good at clearancing. And the new guys that they're putting out, which are redecos of existing toys, which may or may... I get a feeling like some of these guys aren't even going to be in the show, like the Mirage. He might be in for, like, a scene in that color scheme. Yeah, and that's I, it. I see that being, like... I mean, I I really feel like that has to be based on some scene where he's spying in, you know, by changing his colors and pretending to be a Decepticon. So we do get, uh, we did get a new uh, wave of those toys. Uh, the impactor does not look great. Oh yeah, those that I like. Maybe it's just a bad, it's kind of a weirdly saturated photo to begin with. But the impactor, like his l- lower legs look green and it's not good. Yeah, that's especially because all of his yellow is still painted bright yellow. So yeah. it just... It's, I don't know if that's just an early sample that had the new plastic with the old paint or, or what it is, but it does not look great. Uh, there's a wheel jack that it looks like the wheel jack. There's a he red alert, looks which, looks yeah, really dirty. uh, would you want like, do we need to put out more red alerts? Do you know how many red alerts are peg hanging right now? The sad thing, I think. Those poor bastards. Is that I, from what I'm hearing... I might buy one if I see any more. <laughs> yeah. Just just because you feel sorry for him. Just to go with the Inferno that yeah, presumably will come out at some point. Because, like, that was, that was the only Lambo I had as a kid in G1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's... Because he was the tail ender. He's one of my, my favorite G1 characters. He's in one of my favorite episodes. The star of one of my favorite episodes. So, you know, I like him, but I already got the regular Siege one. Uh... The, the sad thing is, from what I'm hearing, again, anecdotal stories from from friends and acquaintances, uh, the one standout is an Elita One, uh, which is a remold of which, uh, the Earthrise RC. 
Uh, she's a different head. Like the head, the front of the car, and a bit of the back end of the car are a little different. It's like three or four pieces have been changed. It, it's annoying that she's just another RC remake, redeco, remold. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm perfectly happy with the Alita one who transforms into a jet and is big and bulky. I mean, I would absolutely pick up this figure if I saw it in a store, but whether that will happen or not is apparently up for grabs because there are a lot of people reporting that they pre-ordered her and their pre-orders are getting canceled. Uh, so, oh, yeah, like today, like, I think everybody's got canceled in the past few days that we know anyway. Yeah, I think like one or two people said theirs was still in the system, but it, it does really make it sound like she may be the short packed one and they might not have accounted for it, which is like, why make the new character, why make the only character who was in a re-release short packed here? And that's not, we're about to have a special guest appearance by my cat again. Benjamin, can you not do this? Thank you. Hey, kitty. <laughs> he's, it's not a podcast anymore if he's not jumping directly onto my desk and knocking. Stop it. Yeah, I see you. Go yeah. play with your sister. Oh, so besides that, well, there's there's the bumblebee, which we didn't see pictures of until recently anyway, who mm-hmm. looks really adorable and he wears his butt as a shield or car butt. Car boot as a shield, <laughs> which looks nice. And it's quite it's a quite a different remold from the cliff jumper and the hubcap. Yeah. Like, he's almost exactly the Volkswagen Beetle. Like, to the point where, is he actually licensed? Yeah, <laughs> he so it's... Much like I mean, it, it may be that because they got the license, and now my other cat is serenading me from the hallway. <laughs> and maybe, oh, it might be a carryover license from the Bumblebee movie. Yes, that's maybe. that's what I'm trying to say while meowing is occurring in my vicinity. <laughs> yes, being distracted by meow. I'm mostly just a little disappointed that he doesn't come with the little spike in the exosuit that seemed to be implied by a lot of the packaging art. But in, maybe... Instead, he still comes with the giant gun, which you can mount him in vehicle mode, which looks ridiculous. Yes. And awesome. So, is he specific? Like, is there going to be a mainline release of him and a Netflix? Or is he just in I the Netflix Presumably, yes, because... Well, we we saw. I think we saw the mainline version first. Okay. Like pictures of that first. I think. I don't think it's. I could see I would, them. Or who knows? Like maybe doing the spike with the mainline one, but they can't do the spike with the siege one because it's nothing but robots mm-hmm. on Cybertron, and so they had to give him Cliff Jumper's giant gun. Uh, well, this is the heard of, first I heard of the, the, him coming with a spike at all. Well, I missed some news, which is entirely just, possible. I haven't been missing chunks. It's lately. a packaging. It's just that there's spike in the exosuit with him on some of the packaging art, and people were thinking, oh, well, well that's maybe it's just for the packaging because, art. well, because it's a toy that is not really the right size for its size class and so it needs to come with a large accessory people were kind of assuming that that's what was going to replace cliff jumper's gun rather than just being cliff jumper's gun (laughs) again but i guess you know well maybe maybe the packaging art was misleading maybe we're getting up hopes i don't know but he is a very 
Earth Volkswagen. It's very cute. I'm definitely going to yeah. have to get that. Uh, there's also uh, Earthrise exclusives. Uh, there's some cone heads and uh, Prowl and Ironhide. Yes, which are... Yeah, they're Amazon, and I've already ordered them because I didn't want to miss them. Be- one, because I like the cone heads. Mm-hmm. Mo- I don't... Well, one, I don't have a Prowl. Yes, this iron hide will be a duplicate because I got the last Siege one, which is Cybertron version. But it, it means I can recreate one of my favorite scenes from uh, SSSS Gridman, <laughs> <laughs> among other things. Well, and and it's finally I'll be able to get the ratchet in the future, hopefully. Yeah. That it will come out because I never got the, what was the Walgreens exclusive? Yeah. One of the Siege. I never saw that. Yeah, I mean, if they do a mainline, I would have. God, I would be uh, amazed because he is a remold of Ironhide, of Siege Ironhide, into something a lot more, a lot closer to a 70-something cherry vanette. Uh, So presumably they didn't go through all that trouble for just an Amazon exclusive. Presumably we'll get a mainline Earthrise ratchet that's a cherry vanette ambulance. A cherry ambulance at, I don't know if the, the cherry vanette had a specific, also I don't know if cherry was actually referring to the color or if it was just a word that they felt like sitting, sticking in there. All I know is he is a cherry vanette. Honda City Turbo. And, and his, um, the, what was it called? Like the battle sled or something from the original G1 toy. Yes. That like, this is the first, like, Ironhide toy that's like, an earth vehicle where it's just it's been it keeps getting smaller each time it comes back now it's just a little shield yeah I mean, like he's a gm it's not a little a, a gym shield. from gundam oh i love gyms it's not a it is i yeah. i guess it is about a gundam scaled <gasps> shield looking at it oh, on wait. his arm so it's not like it's a small shield I want to get two ratchets so I can remold one into a GM. Uh, <laughs> Just replace his head. Yes. Make sure it looks like it's about to be punched. That's the most important characteristic oh. of a of a gem head is looking like it's going not in the face. Uh, so yeah, uh, various Earthrise stuff, and then we also got stuff about the next series, uh, which is called Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, and so now it's time for something other than robots. Nothing but robots on Cybertron. It's time for some well, animals on Cybertron. Maybe, or Earth, or... There's, like, the packaging, the, like, promo poster thing has the golden disc. Which, and well, it's it, pretty it's, much it's not, all show characters. It will be promo art. All we have now is a tiny postage stamp sized image that is a leak from somewhere. And people have already figured yeah. out like pretty much every character on there, including like Galvatron yes. and G1 Megatron are there. Why? Where's, well, I maybe Beast Wars. thought that was G1 Beast Wars, Megatron, Wars, Megatron oh, I is there. I guess that is Galvatron. Yeah, I thought one of those was, but yeah, now that I squint at it, it's. Yeah, when you squint, it might be, unless like, they they made Beast Wars Megatron's head look more like G one Megatron. It's whatever. Any anyway, Maybe. all the mainline guys from the first season and stuff. Yay, we getting things. So, but apparently, like it does look and sound like 
they they are continuing with a few like G one releases. Like I think someone said that there yeah. is a listing for for that inevitable Inferno to come out, and it is the fire truck and not the fire ant. Well, yeah. Uh, well, it's I also am... like the poster still has Prime and B there, so presumably they'll be just repackaged versions of those. I am personally deeply disappointed. I think I think this would have been a good chance that any G1 characters who carried over into Kingdom had to get beast modes. Make Bumblebee Ooh, a Bumblebee. Prowl too. <laughs> make Prowl like yeah. Or yeah, make there was some weirdness with his bio about him maybe being G1 Prowl except probably he was just crazy and thought he was G1 Prowl. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, I, I'm kind of, as much as I absolutely need an Inferno uh, to go with my Siege Red Alert, uh, I am a little disappointed that it's not the Fire Ant Inferno, it's the Fire Truck Inferno. Yeah, I, I would rather Also, have I the, think you could, why not both? I would rather have Red Alert hanging out with Fire Ant Inferno, because it's funnier. That, that would be, that would be pretty funny. So, yeah, it is... I don't know, man, because I like, and and I, I feel like, I know I've discussed this some places before, I don't know if I've discussed it here specifically, but it's always so much weirder and more disjointed and, like, not right to have the, like, alternate universe of Beast Wars characters, except this doesn't even necessarily seem to be alternate universe of the Beast Wars characters, because it's got story elements from the actual show so it's almost yeah. just like they come in in the middle of season one and now here you go here's your it's not an alternate universe it's a splinter timeline yeah it's closer than what idw or yeah idw did with the beast wars characters when they came in at the end of the series sort of in a weird yeah, way i like the eucharist stuff a bit i'm, but I'm more the... concerned that like they've been They've been making a, a machinima or a Netflix series animated for these previous series of toy lines that have come out rather slowly. Anyway, what if we get a new Beast Wars cartoon out of this that's just a remake? What if we get a new Beast Wars cartoon out of this and it sucks? I'm going to be so sad. There's just, there's a lot to live up to. In a perfect world, they would just reanimate it with shadows. <laughs> That would be amazing. Just use the same old audio. Use the same storyboarding. Use the same, like, shot for shot. Well, just re- <laughs> fancy up the fights a little bit. I would love that so much. I would love that so much. <laughs> I mean, I would love it and hate it. And it's like, oh man, it was perfect as it is, but it wasn't perfect. And then we would have to do a new season about Beast Wars 2, the re-beastening. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I mean, I'm just like, I guess because, you know, G1 was two different continuities from the very beginning. So you had these two alternate stories of the same basic batch of characters, whereas... And Beast Wars was such a good story-driven, character-driven. It was so focused around those characters that just to have someone else come in writing those characters, it's like, I hope you know what you're getting into, buddy. I I hope you're, like, bringing your A-game here. And I have not had a lot of confidence in any of the writers doing any of the recent stuff. 
Yeah, that, like, unless they bring back <clears throat> some of the old writers, or maybe get some com- new comic book writers, because they got, didn't they have some old comic, yeah, there was, um, Wolfman? Yeah, Marvel Wolfman. Beast Wars. Yeah. I, maybe they, they can. <laughs> it's possible, but if they just have the people who are writing the stuff now do it, or possibly some of the people writing the current IDW comics writing it. Yeah. No, it will not be good. It will be torn to shreds. Uh, but, yeah, so it, all of it our will friends. be, you know, the, the little leak poster thing that we got does at least seem to suggest that they're going to be animal, animal modes. But honestly, I care more about the characters than the basic concepts. So I'm just yeah. protective of of them getting written well I in you know written well would be nice I whereas I, I I hope it doesn't get written at all and we don't get a cartoon out of that <laughs> I just want the toys because I never had Beast Wars toys yeah and you know at the time all I have is what's come out recently I got Rhinox and Waspinator and Rat Trap and Dinobot and, and no I never got the Cheetor yeah I mean they're generally pretty good, but there are definitely ways they could improve upon them and, you know, make them, I don't want to say make them show accurate, because the toys did come first in this case, but make them show accurate. I mean, we've we've yeah, seen well, what... Animal accurate, sort of. Yeah. Show accurate enough for the, the robot modes, whatever. So yeah, Dinobot is is a mess no matter what you do. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, <clears throat> and the I... The Scorpionock! Yes, there is Scorponok on there. And a giant Megatron. I will... Just a big, like, fuck it, make him leader class. I will absolutely just buy the entire show cast of them, and and that's fine. Because that's the thing, is they don't need to sell me on these characters. Yeah, we we were talking in pre-show about Scorponok. If I saw him live, I would get him. Uh, um, no, no, I need to save the money for Beast Wars. Are we feeling the Sorry, sting? Are, are we prepared to feel the sting? Because uh, my credit no, card I felt the feel sting, the of, sting <laughs> of Beast Wars Scorponok. My my credit card felt the sting of uh, the new Scorponok this past week. <laughs> so that that pre-order. Is uh, sitting in Big Bad Toy Store's warehouse. Apparently, I guess we'll we'll veer briefly uh, into toy sightings. Uh, there are some yeah, new resets water, if you care to venture into a Target. Uh, wear your mask. Uh, Scorpionok has been sighted on some shelves. Uh, presumably, he he's not like something that every target store is going to carry because you know they have markets where they they don't carry stuff that big yeah like mine. Uh, skylinks is also yeah skylinks is also showing up on the planograms uh i would say the one by my work probably would would get these guys but not the one by my apartment uh, so yeah, if you had been on the fence about Scorpionok, I mean, if you'd been on the fence about Scorpionok and you just absolutely have one right, need to have one right that moment, or you've just never quite gotten your head around the whole online order thing, then Target is starting to get him in. Uh, like I said, I have had a standing pre-order at Big Bad Toy Store since before I bought a new car. And uh, still made sure to have a little room in my budget for that. Because he is very important to me. <laughs> he needs to come fight with my Fort Max. 
And yeah, I I literally like woke up that morning, looked at my phone, saw the email saying your pre-order has has come in stock and I absolutely was like because ah! <laughs> I was very excited. <laughs> Uh, I believe they, at least as of now, I think they still have him just straight up in stock for order. Uh, that's probably going to be a day or two before they actually ship. Now I need to look that up. Yeah, he is currently listed in stock oh. on Big Bad Toy Store uh, for a cheap $160. Uh, yeah, that's... Um... <laughs> If you're not feeling like spending that kind of money, but you still like that intersection of robot animal, uh, Slitherfang is starting to show up. Uh, looks like in a case with Rung. Uh, I actually. Yeah, I know. I, I think I need to buy them. I think Big Bad Toy Story might still have them as of recording. I should probably order just to make sure I get a Slitherfang. But then I'll have an extra wrong. It does look like, rungs. I mean, the the target that I found him at, uh, again, near my work, is is a very large one. Uh, it was until recently branded a super target, except I they took that sign down. So I don't know if they're dropping that brand, but it's like the one that's yeah. got a full-size grocery a store. It was super target. Oh, wait. Oh, there were... That reminds me, there is another Target. I need to go to BJ's sometime this week and check out the other Target that's much further away. But is it super? Because this one's super, except apparently not It might not have been anymore. one of the super ones. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. The regular one is not. They they had an end cap, and I didn't see any of the Seekers there. Everybody's very excited. I would be more excited about the Seekers if I had more shelf space. But uh, they did have, it looked like they had gotten in a, a pretty significant number of Rung and Slither Fangs. So if if your place gets them, they'll probably have enough for whenever you get a chance to get over there while you're picking up milk or eggs or whatever else you absolutely need to have. Well, that's also the thing. Like, I want more than one Slither Fang. I want a pile of them. Well, I think they had like five of them when I went, so... You should be in good shape for that. Uh, but yes, Small Snack is out. Uh, small Robot Snack. Uh, so, uh, other things? I'm like looking... Um, there's the, the Transformers Red series yes, figures. Like, that... There's more listings for them, and including a knockout. Because you see what's, what's happened... Are we talking Prime knockout? They, they went through... The, the cars, the 84 cars and the Seekers and everything, uh, they went through Combiners, uh, they did the Headmasters and the Target Masters and all that stuff. They got through Micromasters, they dabbled in Pretenders a little bit, now it's time for Action Masters. And sort of. <laughs> oh, there was an Action Master knockout? Oh, oh, right, well, that's what the red things are. I forgot about yes, that. Yes, they, they have now reached the Action Master part of redoing the 80s. Uh, but yeah, it looks like they're basically just the same kind of concept as their Black Series with Star Wars, or their Lightning Collection with Power Rangers, or Marvel Legends. Or the Black Series, uh, Lightning Series, yeah. So yeah, they're, they're action figures, they're very poseable, they're $20 price point. Uh, but yes, in among the, the Optimus and the Megatron and the Starscream, 
there is a listing for TFPRC and uh, Knockout, which is pretty yeah. exciting because I mean they're. Their toys were yeah, fine. Yeah, is it the knockout boy we want? I hope it's. What other knockout is there? To I mean, there's not. I don't. Well, there. There was a G1 knockout, but I think he was like a little plane or some ridiculous thing. I can't Nobody remember. wants he was a that. Micromaster, I think. No. <laughs> so hopefully, this is like that. a screen accurate knockout who was like. Oh, his his car mode that we did get toys of was was okay, but his robot mode was not great. Uh, I, I want a screen accurate knockout. I, I want he him be like king of my shelves. And I am also very excited that there will be an RC to beat him up. Yeah, so, <laughs> she's gonna beat him weird. up so much. Oh, uh, uh, other odd things there. There's like a license statute. What is it? A zero three, apparently. Three zero. No, three zero. War for Cybertron Siege Deluxe Optimus Prime. Which Who, does he transform? Okay. No, he does not. He is articulate. Is it, I think it's articulated, like he has an ab crunch. I think it is. He's got an just ab crunch. Statue. It's all that matters. But, but the problem one thing is that Pat Lee taught us about transformers. It's that the ab crunch is the most important thing. Well, okay. If that's if if Pat Lee did anything good, yes, ab crunch is important. He did nothing good though. <laughs> but no, any, the point no. is that. This is a very accurate recreation of the CG model that's going to be in, in the Netflix series. The problem is that means it's also accurate to the $30 toy you can buy right now. It just has more articulation <laughs> and cannot transform, and it costs $200. He basically looks like someone took the Siege Optimus Prime toy and gave it a good dry brushing. Yeah, it looks like a... Paint-wise, he looks like a custom Gundam. Yeah. I mean, paint-wise, occasionally... He can't transform. I've... He has the kibble. He has the kibble the toy has. The transformable toy has. <laughs> On his arms and his I mean, back. I've... What the hell? There, there are people in the fandom who like to take stock toys and take a dry brush and a Gundam marker to them. And that's basically yes. what he looks like. But he's $200 it's... and doesn't transform. It's... And he's from something that's probably going to suck. So, that will be an excellent toy to buy on clearance from GameStop for $20. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Massive markdown. Yeah, so there, there's that ridiculous. Um, I think that's most of the news that I noticed. That's... Uh, yeah, uh, we did want to well, mention than, that um, uh, Hasbro Pulse. Is it Hasbro Pulse? Are you thinking what? Hasbro Pulse? No, I'm not thinking Hasbro Pulse. I'm, I'm thinking Design Manager. But what, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say that Hasbro Pulse has a new product, a new project up that funded almost immediately and oh, makes yes. everybody feel very bad about how much trouble Unicron was to get funded. Yeah, uh, well, they and have the a sale barge. Giant. No, the. Yes, Sailbarge sold Sailbarge. out faster was, than Unicron, but I think... It had to, because they had to give Unicron an extension. Oh, right. Oh, yes. I, for, I forgot our own news that we had to do that. Because <laughs> it wasn't making <laughs> the projected <laughs> limits. Cause... They really, really wanted it to happen, and it wasn't happening. Yeah, we didn't need that. But yes, the, this Marvel 
X-Men Sentinel, like, I think it did it in, like, two days that it, like, it met the mark. Maybe even in the first day. I mean. It just keeps going. To be fair. one, it's cheaper. Yes. It's not as huge. It's, isn't it? And more people like the X-Men. I mean, just as far, it's definitely not as complex, which is why it would be cheaper. Yeah, Marvel Legends apparently has an absolutely ridiculous collector market. People continue liking yeah. the X-Men regardless of what their movie franchise has been doing. Uh, I personally... Well, the comics are good now. Yeah, the comics kind of, have gotten really great again. Like. They they sort of, you know, they... They're interesting. They least. wax and they wane. They They get really good for a while and then it sort of trails off and then they put like you know your next grant morrison or jonathan hickman on the series and suddenly it's amazing again uh so they are at one of their suddenly it's amazing again stages uh it's cool uh but i want uh one of the stretch goals to be a six inch figure of justin Seifert from the sentinel comic from from the from the aunts the kid who like Ooh. finds a sentinel and repairs it and, and has a robot buddy oh yeah <laughs> uh, i yeah he should really be one of the extras with that they have two extras already i think mm-hmm. but otherwise there's no way you're going to get them although probably like you can customize any well no you have to find a kid toy at the right scale that might be hard <laughs> oh eh, these days i don't know get an ezra bridger maybe but uh so so yeah hasbro pulse is definitely still going along yeah someday they will ship unicron yeah i i have multiple things pre-ordered from them now not unicron because oh my god that price that that would buy me so many waspinators you know i kind of feel though that my uh my my whole thing about how unicron is not a a financial commitment so much as an interior decorating commitment but see the thing is that commitment has already been made for fortress maximus and scorpionok so i i can't commit that much shelf space because i'm already committing that much shelf space to fortress maximus and scorpionok i haven't even cleared out a space for Trypticon yet he's still living on my bedroom floor aww and yeah, I still need to buy shelves for my new apartment. Anyway, as I you need were to buy saying, new containers to shove under a bit. Anyway, anyway, um, other news that is and isn't Transformers related. The former design manager for Transformers for the past six years, John Warden, is now the global design lead, which I guess is the same equivalent for Power Rangers and Ghostbusters. <gasps> yes, uh, by the sound of it, it's essentially a, not a, a promotion or a demotion so much as a side move. Uh, he's going from being yeah. the Transformers brand manager to being, which I, yeah, I guess they're, they have Ghostbusters now, so they're doing Ghostbusters. Well, and, and Power so Rangers. So they need a brand I, manager, but. I don't know, well, the d- toy designs are presumably far enough along for the next Power Rangers series, which they decided they're adapting Ryu Soldier, which was last year's Power Rangers. They're skipping like four series to get to this one, mainly because, oh, it's dinosaurs again and dinosaurs sell. (laughs) But they're also like everybody loves dinosaurs. dinosaurs And by everyone, I mean children, but also some adults. They're dinosaurs in the combining gimmick also sort of has like Lego connector pegs to put them together. 
Oh, hey, mm-hmm. they get to bring back Creon tech, if it's the same size they're making toys of them. Pegs. <laughs> but, but also, like, they have a headmaster-ish gimmick. Mm-hmm. Although maybe it's sort of like more like brain masters, because they're standing up when you plug them into the head to become the head. That does kind of make me curious what being global brand manager of something that so heavily relies on another brand, like another company. I mean, because Transformers was working a lot with Takara Tomy, but not to the same degree that he's got to be working with Bandai now. Is it still Bandai? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. Don't press me on the. Well, the thing is, the, the current toy line of the Power Rangers, they're not using the Japanese molds. They're all new molds. Huh. That is interesting. Yes. Which means, unless they're just going to be using the Japanese molds, which I doubt, they're going to be more Hasbro molds for these combining robot dinosaur things. I feel that kind of defeats the purpose of Power Rangers, which was to make only, which was to only have to make half a show. Well, yeah, well, they're still only make, well, no, the, the special effects, they do a lot. The, the, all the monster, giant monster footage is still the Japanese stuff. A lot of the, like, just rangers fighting suit stuff, I don't know what the mix is anymore of what's from Japan and what is American made. It, mm-hmm. it varies. But the, the toy line, I like, I don't know why Hasbro decided, okay, we're making all the toys other than we're Hasbro and we make toys, we'll design them. Mm-hmm. Which I guess means they get more of a cut of the toys, but they have to design the toys, but I don't know. Also, like a couple of weeks ago, there was a stupid rumor going around that they wouldn't even be using Japanese footage for the series after that. Whoa! But I kind of, that, no, it was a really stupid rumor from a website nobody had ever heard of in, like, the tokusatsu fandom. It's like, what the fuck is this? So yeah. it's real bullshit. Yeah. But it does bring up the thing that, like, now that Hasbro's in control and, like, there have been rumors, like, in the past that, like, they would do an animated Power Rangers show. Mm-hmm. But they've always been, like, dead-end rumors. But now that it's Hasbro in control and not the Saban anymore, that isn't entirely out of the world a possibility that that could happen. Well, I hope you like your rooster teeth, CG. <laughs> okay, yeah, it might go that way. Well, we could always end up with, like, Cyberverse. Know, like um, Robots in Disguise. No, the the current Robots in Disguise, or previous Robots in Disguise. The, mm, that one was okay. The second Robots in Disguise, not the first one. Well, not the no, comic the first book. One was too, but that was bad. <laughs> not the comic book either. Oh. Transfer. Ah, oh, that, that is a naming thing that needs to manage die. Your... Although there are more problems with other series that do things like don't manage your brand has shit. It gets confusing. <laughs> yes, it. Uh, it's hard to Google shit. So yeah, John Gordon anyway. no longer Transformers brand manager. Now Power Rangers, Ghostbusters brand manager. Which reminds me of something we almost moved on without mentioning. Oh, which yeah. is Gigawatt. Yes, uh, I uh, I I am en- I'm enjoying yeah. this uh, this subline that consists entirely of people's OCs from uh, just pen up art from fanzines from the nineties. Uh, I look forward to also getting a transformer that turns into the TARDIS and one that turns into the Enterprise D. Well, yeah, Fortress Maximus D. Um, 
and the 18 van and, and oh Night god Rider. they did that for real i forgot about yes that. they did do that for real and that comic was fun that was a big it was stupid, staple but it was fun. of like old fanzines was that people would do art of yeah. like transforming vehicles from from other sci-fi series so it's kind of funny that this is apparently yeah. a subline mashing your toys now. together yeah, it's official. Yeah, oh yeah. Because last time we covered that the, the Maverick Top Gun thing was coming out. And then, then yes, we're, we're getting Back to the Future, DeLorean, Gigawatt, which, okay, that name kind of works. Yeah, I might get him. He looks, he looks decent. I don't, I don't I care because I didn't, I didn't buy the Ghostbusters one and I was considering getting the Maverick one, but it turns out that's 50 bucks and it's like, I don't 50 bucks want it. Or was it 60? Uh, Maverick is anyway. 50, I think. Uh, and I am still like, Ectotron is definitely on my catch-up list. I, I think, uh, someone on another podcast was saying GameStop still had him in. So he, he is on my catch-up oh, yeah. list. Uh, it's just that I liked Ghostbusters and Back to the Future, and as we discussed behind Rob's back, I do not care about Top Gun. <laughs> so. Nah, but it's a jet. It looked okay. Still Although, waiting for that Enterprise. We did see pictures of the underside, and so much of that ends up under the wings. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, and and he continues to be uh, just a heavy remold of an existing toy. So, yeah, that that does you know now that they've they're in the groove of doing that, that makes it a lot easier to do these one off ones. Uh, if you have a, a good base and you're not just designing it from Ooh. the ground up. What if they use the iron hide base to make the 18 van? Ooh. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Although you can see his shoulders in vehicle mode, but hey, whatever. I, I do have to say uh, one of those uh, B channels, the, the broadcast channels that are like somebody's digital point to... Uh, has been showing a lot of Knight Rider lately, and I definitely think that Kit is a very good boy who deserves to have hands. Uh, and I'm I'm strongly <laughs> yes. in favor of us getting a, a a transformer of Kit because you know, unlike the DeLorean or the Top Gun jet or the Ecto One, he's else. people. It's a vehicle with a personality. He's people. Plus- Plus, there's an incentive to buy two so you can customize the second one into a car. Who was Peter Cullen, as I recall? I think so, yeah. So, so yes. Uh, I, I think that's about all the stuff that's worth yeah, that's all the news. bringing up right now. Uh, there are comics. Uh, yeah. I don't even know how much we want to talk about comics, though, because they continue. I mean, okay. Yeah. I, I will say that I read Galaxies the first. Galaxies was okay, but odd. I read the first of the Transformers Terminator crossover, and it oh. definitely just feels like uh, Alex Milne's sketchbook designs for a seeker that turns into the Skynet planes looking for a story. And <laughs> I, I don't think really somebody's like, again original character pinup art from a fanzine is really great grounds for an entire like multi-issue limited series so i i have no. the second issue i haven't read it yet i'm pretty lukewarm on it uh 
Galaxies number seven. What did you think yeah. of that? I'm, I'm going to do that I, thing. Well, one, I thought, oh, hey, it's a continuation of that story with RC and, and, and the little guy. And was it Chromia was the other one? Uh, Greenlight. Oh, Greenlight. It was a continuation of their story, but then it started the issue. It's like, oh, wait, no, is this a different character? I guess I just forgot what the hell they look like. And then the entire issue led up to, oh, no, it is the same character. I just, it, it, it's a misdirection that's kind of interesting, but the fact that it takes 20 pages to get there is a bit much. And I'm assuming it's a prequel, uh, but yeah, well, but Greenlight, it's, it's you not can a tell. Prequel. It's a direct continuation of the last one. Everyone on the ship has just been brainwashed into thinking they've been out there for ever when they've only been out there for an issue. Ah, see, I I was taking it as a prequel, and this is like they rescued her from from all this, and now she is their child. But yours is also well, probably no, the, the at least as likely, if not more likely. They were escaping with her child in whatever issue. I forget if that was the last issue or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and they they were go oh no because it was the ongoing that's what yeah no the last yeah. issue of this yeah, they, they were escaping was from Cybertron to get on the ship Cliff Jumper and Death Source and this is just a continuation of that unless this is a prequel and like they confused me <laughs> but I don't think so I it, it, I don't know it was well done I'm just not entirely sure why yeah and and I guess that is now that that I have heard an opposing theory as to what's going on here. Now I am more curious to see what's going on, uh, because maybe you are right. I will point out that uh, there sort of falls into the, the Decepticon naming fallacy of if you're going to have a, like, Pope figure, don't be named Heretic. <laughs> yeah, well, hasn't that name been around for yes. a while? Did- didn't James Roberts come up with that name? I'm pretty I... sure oh, yeah. that is actually an old uh, UK G1, like, one-off oh, story so, somewhere where he's yeah. mentioned in, like, a Steam Hammer or uh, Flame, who was in, like, one okay, story. Because I, I vaguely remember the name coming up somewhere before, but I don't remember the actual character coming up before. Yeah, he's... You know, he might have just been in a text story, and then I'm pretty sure... Actually, now I have to look him up. But he does have a matrix on his forehead, though. Yes, he's an interesting... He's a big, like, bulky Thanos dude with a matrix on his forehead. The name Heretic is at least... You could pass that off as it means something else other than, like, Decepticon, there's... No matter how you try, that doesn't come off as anything other than, that's ridiculous and evil. Oh, you know what? You were right. He he did not. He's definitely got the kind of name that you would expect to be from like a one-off Furman annual text yeah. story from the 80s. But no, he did actually first show up in, uh, uh, well, in IDW. But yeah, the, the James Roberts okay, yeah. slash... Uh, Nick Roche stuff, but but yes, and he's got Which, a matrix on his head. On the naming scheme, I think it would be it's one of better James Roberts' better names. Yeah, better than like Rung <laughs> or the worst pun names. I mean, 
it's one like, of his better um, names Freud. and that it absolutely, I absolutely assumed that it was from like a Simon Furman yeah. annual text story from 1987 or something. Yeah, whereas Freud, God, the idea of naming Freud, Freud, aha, that's funny, <laughs> but it's horrible. F-R-O-I-D. Oh it's God. two, two on the nose, dude. You just see him and Rung are, are rivals, like Young and Freud were rivals. Yes. I just, I hate it, but I also Which, really like, love it. <laughs> once I realized that, it made me dislike the name Rung even more. Mm-hmm. Like, originally it's, oh, he's like a Rung on a ladder. He's just a step. He means nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's named after Young. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, James Robert, like, I do see, like, you could get away with that being like, oh, well, he's so great and pious that the others have cast him out as being a heretic because he's too good and pious. Also, I just really like that there was a sign on the on the engine room door that was like, do not enter heresy that had a very Warhammer 40k feel (laughs) to it. Uh, but I I could definitely see it be that he is just messing with everyone's head. He has taken this ship of yeah. refugees and mind-controlled all of them. That is entirely possible. In but which case you don't notice brainwash that... Brainwash the hell out of him. Yeah, you don't notice that his name well, is a terrible name. He does have a... He has a matrix on his head. I'm guessing yes. next issue, the matrix is going to open up and brainwash somebody. Uh, I think it's just decorative. I'm assuming it's a decorative well, yes, it's decorative. It's not an actual spread. matrix, but it's designed to look like a matrix. And it probably... Well, okay, if this was James Roberts writing, it would definitely open up and do something. I miss James. That may not Like, Sunder had that ridiculous, like, antenna dish yeah. on his head that he used to eat people's dreams or whatever. Man, I miss that stuff yeah, so like, much. I miss good stories. Yeah, like, some people... Some people got tired of James Roberts. I never did because it was the right degree of oddness and Britishness that reminded me of the late G1 Marvel comics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Only in a modern sense. Like it was Furman-ish without, while being modern. Yeah. Oh, I just want more of his comics. Like, why isn't he, is he doing anything else other than, like, that one tie-in for a board game? Uh, I don't think so, and it makes me really sad, and people need to put him, like, some of this X-Men, you know, just talking about the X-Men stuff. Oh, X-Men! I've been reading all of those, and- Just stick him on a team book. Throw him on one of the ones that's really floundering right now, because, like- the New Mutants book is um, really kind of floundering right now, and I think you'd do really well on oh, that. Oh, yes, yes, I was thinking he should be, like, on New Mutants or New Warriors or something. How's the Kitty Pride one do, doing? Uh, he could uh, work Marauders is doing okay, but it's kind of treading water, so to speak, at the moment. Like, it had a strong start, but I'm not sure if it knows where it's going at the moment, so... Uh, I mean, I'm still catching up on some of the last issues here and there, but, uh, like, the, there was one, they, they had to cancel Fallen Angels because it was so bad. Uh, the X-Force one I'm well, about yeah, ready to drop. That felt like it was the token, we're putting this out to be the bad one. Comic. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I think, uh, Excalibur has been, has remained amazing. Uh, but yeah, I, I, he needs, 
to be doing something and something I care about. And also some good people need to be doing Transformers. So this one, yeah, this, this galaxy's issue was fine. Uh, it wasn't the cliff jumper death issue. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, we'll the cliff jumper one was like the hype. Well, admittedly, this is only the third storyline in it. The, the, the constructicons one it was good. It was a little too long. The cliff jumper one was perfect. It stayed just long enough and didn't overstay its welcome. This one, it's at least an interesting start. Speaking, it's going somewhere. The art's pretty good. Speaking of overstaying its welcome, I have not actually read the uh, 84 number one yet, but I'm sure by the next time we record, we'll probably have that and one more issue of it under our belts and we can determine whether... Because yeah, that was yeah, what yeah. I said about that was that it's best. One of its best qualities is that it didn't overstay its welcome because it was a one shot. And then they're like, "No, oh. you know what? Here we go. We're going to do more of it." It's like, why? No. The ongoing. No. So I I don't know if this was produced before or after everything going on in the world as of July 2020, uh, but it does at least veer away from the police violence this issue so that's nice yeah it does mention we can get an interrogation out of them after prowl's done with them though yeah man out of uh prowl is a bad cop but uh yes i mean i guess better than pretending there's a good cop whoa anyway (laughs) oh yeah wasn't there like a barricade toy that was like in a listing and is no longer in listing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they took a. There was something about Whoops. a barricade toy that maybe from the Netflix stuff that uh, was listed and then disappeared, never to be spoken of again. But I let barricade evil. Co- so know. yeah, this. I guess it means. Something different now, but I, I don't know. It was an interesting idea when it came out of the first Transformers live-action movie that was technically a movie. Yeah, anyway, was, yes, comic. It was adequate, but yeah, it's... Yeah, it was I, okay. Not a lot happens I I, again, still. No. It's I the stuff of Leviathan being in a crater and then finally deciding to transform and... Honestly, like, I seriously... And come out and he's gigantic. I read it literally an hour and a half ago, and most of it's like... So Megatron was projecting some stuff that was probably illegal. Cat, you can't sharpen your claws on my keyboard. Yes. That's not how literally any of that works. Oh, um... <laughs> Landmine had a cameo. Energon Landmine was <laughs> yes. in the comic. That was kind of neat to see him. I did feel that the art this time... I don't time... know why, but sure. I didn't catch who the artist was, was bad? but it was not the one of the There's usuals. There's at least two artists. I think it maybe even it's three. Yeah. Because it, it's not, like, it's not horrible art. One of them, oh yeah, it's two artists. I'm not going to bother the name. One of them is really simple in line art. It looks like it's just traced off of toys or t- CG models mm-hmm. that's just kind of flat. The other art is for the more of the action scenes, and it's okay Except for the more serious bits of action, like everything looks stiff and it doesn't. Like, drawing motion in comics, I know, is hard. I've, I've tried to draw motion and often suck at it. Mm-hmm. But this is as stiff as some of my shit. Yeah. It, it's not. It doesn't look energetic. Yeah. Also, well, like some of the things like um, 
the the page where like uh, Quake is about to run over Frenzy and Frenzy turns into a cassette and then turns back <laughs> into a robot uh-huh. and is like, oh, I just got run over. Yeah, it's like that's a good idea, but like the fact that the top two panels are huge and like it massively zooms it. It's badly laid out, which could be from the script writing standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's like it wastes all that. And then the panel where Frenzy just gets up is like, ooh, I just got run over without actually saying anything. And it's like a, it's a good gag, but that's the smallest panel on the entire page. <laughs> so it's hard to read that punch. Like the biggest panel on the page is the one where his cassette mode is getting run over by a tire or the tank tread. And all you see is like the cassette takes up a third of the panel and the rest of it is tread. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not drawn funny enough for that to be, haha, funny, it's the big set-piece panel. Right. That The next panel should be the biggest one, where, like, Quake is shooting at uh, smokescreen, and Frenzy is transforming back to a robot mode that, oh, I didn't get crushed because I was a cassette that fit under the treads. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, normally I don't go off on comic book art. Mm-hmm. Even Unless it's Livia this Raymond series Dally. has not been great, and it's been flipping through so many artists that, that like it's hard to grab onto it. But like, I wanted to like some of this art, but like it, it just felt unprofessional or unfinished. Something like, yeah, it oomph, definitely felt like B level licensed comic. Yeah. It, it felt a little phoned in. Uh, so yeah, I mean, hopefully that's just a one-off. Hopefully that's just because of everything going on. You know, maybe it could be that they, I, I would be curious to know, uh, if there were production changes, uh, because, you know, well, yeah, uh, after... Oh, I think, I think actually both the artists listed in this issue, I think they're new artists that I don't remember seeing their names before. Yeah, see what I'm, on this series. I'm wondering is if they might have had oh. to get backup artists because they might have had to redo it because they realized that what they were doing was a little too on the nose for the moment and not in the best way. Well, but the problem... The problem with that is that most of the series has already felt like they were using backup artists. Yeah. Except for a couple issues. Yeah, that's not wrong. Well, because it was like double shipping for a while and like they were, they're still, they're using at least two artists per issue and that kind of, it, it, uh, it's hard enough when they do that for like, like superhero comics mm-hmm. when like you have consistent costumes, people in tight spandex and stuff. He can be forgivable, but with robots, like, the differences of how artists draw the robots and their stylistic differences kicks you out of reading the comic a lot easier than, oh, the George Perez drew the costume a little bit different than the other artist on this issue or whatever. Yeah. It's, uh. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Well, because just... we were spoiled in the last <laughs> series of IDW. Oh, when we had Alex Milne and all the other great artists. Oh, Coriolis and, oh no, Coriolis is a new one on this. Uh, Keizama. Mm-hmm. Oh, Keizama. I miss Keizama. Yeah, I mean, I, I just. She got so dang good by the end. I don't know why this whole good brand has basically just been B-listed right now at, at IDW, but it does feel like it's been B-listed. It feels like it's been, you know, that they're yeah. just sort of not putting a lot of heart and, and effort into finding the best people to work on it. So you're, I feel like you're getting, I mean, most of the artists so far have been 
good. Uh, but I feel like at this point you were, we're going more into like paycheck worker. <laughs> we're going into paychecks. Kind of. It, it's, I don't know. It, it's that they're going through so many different artists kind of doesn't work. Well, it kind of doesn't work with the series because the writing also kind of doesn't work. So there's nothing to hang on to. It's like, I'm not liking the art that much. I'm not liking the yeah. writing that much. It's nice to see, some, like, seeing Landmine there. Oh, that's neat. Like, my enjoyment out of most of these comics is like, oh, neat, that character, I recognize them. Oh, hey, it's that guy. Like, I'm watching freaking Ready Player One or I something. I like what sure. they're doing with Hound, and I wish they would do more of it, because I like Hound. Mm. I like what they're doing yeah. with Nautica, and I wish they would do more of it, because I like Nautica. I would be absolutely oh. for, like... Hound and Nautica Xeno Diplomats as like a series. Well, I like what they're doing of Flame yeah. War. She she's a short, angry jerk. <laughs> she's just mean. It's great. Yes. Yeah, I mean that that group of Decepticons is fairly interesting, but they're just part like Six Shot shows up in this one, and it's not quite oh. his scene in Rebirth, but it is a little bit his scene in Rebirth, where he just shows up and it has a bunch of like, forms. But, like, that's also, like, that's a recurring thing. It's like, oh, Six Shot is in this issue. Oh, it, it's his show now, but it also isn't because he doesn't have a personality. He just shows up as a deus ex machina yeah. to, oh, we're getting the Decepticons out because Six Shot showed up and he kicks everybody's yeah. ass. Until, like, title whatever the fuck crawls out of the crater and he but he's like he looks like he's blitzwing only bigger yes leviathan it's a lady titan oh that's a lady okay i mean we we only see her like one panel going by pronouns earlier in the comic i forgot pronouns i am sorry (laughs) i just remembered it was the same character they were talking to her before you see her, mm. and they established that this was a lady titan, and then you see her oh. pop out at the end like, hey. And so, I mean, well, I assume that was not a completely different character. I spent the first few pages of that trying to figure out, wait, who's the one with orange? Oh, it's Landmine! Yes. Once well, I saw his feet. Yes. <laughs> like he was. does have the Landmine, like, shovel feet, which is pretty great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I continue to miss getting better Transformers stories. I don't know. Maybe it'll push me back into writing fan fiction again. That would be yeah. nice. But, yeah. It's, it is it is what we're getting right now. Uh, I don't have much higher hopes for the Netflix series, but maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe it will be It'll like be the most amazing version of the start of the war I have ever experienced as a story, and maybe I'll be very excited. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a chance, but what I'm seeing right now doesn't give me really high hopes. It just feels mm. like it's trying to be adult in a way that things have been, that Transformers stories have tried to be adult since Dreamwave. And yeah, most of the time, we just want fun, wacky, interesting robot stories. Stop blowing up San Francisco and thinking this is the first time anyone's blown up San Francisco. Well, presumably this is going to be nothing but robots on Cybertron, but yes. Well, yes, but I mean metaphorically, metaphorically Ooh. blowing up San Francisco and thinking that this is the first time anyone has ever blown up San Francisco. Uh, but yeah, as as it is, that's the news for this time. Uh, hopefully everyone will still be fine next month and you can come yeah. back and I will presumably have Scorponok. I don't know. I, I just did the flat rate shipping and 
I love Big Bad Toy Store, but man, their flat rate shipping is going to get here when it gets here. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's usually fine with me as long as it gets here. I honestly was fully expecting Scorponok to be delayed another couple months, so I'm just happy that he's on his way at this point. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, next time, I'm sure next month we'll have a lot to say about that. Uh, like I said, maybe we'll have read the new 84 series. Uh, if it still has the clones in it, I'm on board. Uh, oh, they're they're getting new toys too, or new release of toys. Presumably, yes, it's the last toys. they're yeah. Presumably, it's just a re-release. Uh, but I have them already, like yeah. two sets, because I bought the <laughs> Japanese ones at TFCon as an impulse buy. Because don't don't leave me at a convention when I have uh, money. I will impulse buy the stupidest things in the before times. Yeah, I kind of miss doing that in the before times. Yeah, uh, we'll get there again. Fingers crossed. Someday. Yeah. Maybe by the time Kingdom comes out. Oh, that probably hurts. By the time Kingdom comes out. Anyway, so that's it for July. Uh, this has been Jen. And David. Good night. Good night.